Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, every y'all gonna talk about it. No Diana, speak that shit that everybody vouches. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant. Yo, 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 welcome back to the greatest show on earth, the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I am your host, Xavier, and today we got a live one, man. Y'all better make sure y'all tapped in. Last time this guy was on, it was two years ago. He dropped so much game, so much gems that we had to bring him back this long overdue. So my, my guy's back on the show, Real Estate Diddy. Hey, What's man. good, bro? What's going on, man? I'm just glad to be back, man. I'm just, I'm just glad to see progress, yeah, man. You, you know, know the last man? time, we, you know, we was on the Zoom situation, mm -hmm. so... Hey, man, I'm just glad that you invited me, man. Yeah, man. It's, like I said, it's overdue, man. It's been progress on both sides, man. I see everything you've been doing over the last uh, couple years. You hit new levels. New yes, brand hit new levels. You yeah. know, pockets hit new. I see you, man. You're doing your thing. Everything, everything is growing. I love to see it, brother. Man, listen, man. If I told you anything other than foot on necks, I'd be lying to myself, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm still trying to get better. You hey, know what I mean? Hey, hey, man. I already know how that go. We all are. And before we did, like, before we get into this episode, like I say, y'all better uh, stay tuned. This is going to be a live one. We're going to go into our first sponsor really quick. Victim because he wasn't paying his rent. But I didn't want to leave him out there hanging. So I said, what I'm going to do for you. I'm gonna pay to put your belongings in a storage unit for 90 days. And I looked everywhere in my city, we couldn't find no storage units that was available. So I said, listen, I never wanna have this problem again. Instead, if I can't buy the unit, I wanna go buy the facility. I purchased my first facility. So I want y'all to understand is the power of ownership and you can get in the game just like me. So I'm gonna give you some steps on how you can go out there and start. You wanna go to bizbuysell.com and you can find a bunch of motivated cell storage facility owners that's looking to sell to people just like you. Then you want to go and get the SBA 7A loan and they'll finance you up to 90%. And you put that together and you go out there and you can acquire your first self-storage facility and now you'll be an owner in the game just like that with no money, man. So take advantage of this opportunity to get the game, tap into my training, and learn how to go out there and master these strategies just like that. Let's get it. So getting straight to it, bro. So for the people who, who may not uh, heard or the, the the first episode we did, just give some background on yourself real quick so people get to know who you is. Man, so listen, man. Uh, Keith Derrick, Keith Derrick Jr., real estate diddy. I've been in real estate now six and a half years. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm from Dayton, Ohio, originally. Um, Midwest. Yeah, Shout I'm from the Midwest, Midwest man. Yeah. You know, hard knock life growing mm -hmm. up. You already know how that, you know, yep. hooper. Mm -hmm. You know, hoop my way out, you know, my situations for the most part. But man, I went to uh, I moved down to Huntsville, Alabama, two thousand nine. You know, to go to college, and uh, man, I was just happy just to get out of my environment, man, just to see new things. And um, I started working at this factory two thousand eleven, all the way to two thousand sixteen. Sixteen, I found out about real estate. I did about two deals that year. The next year, seventeen, I did like forty five. That's when I met my partner Lenny. Shout out to my partner. Two thousand eighteen, that's when it all kicked off. You know, we did one hundred and nine deals, one point five million dollars in revenue. 2019, that's when I started building out a team, started having an office. 2020, that's when the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. We went from in the office to outside the office, still was doing six figures a week, you know, sometimes in revenue. Not every time, though, but we had multiple six-figure weeks just from, you know, wholesaling real estate and, you know, flipping properties. So uh, now today, uh, man, sales guru, I love teaching sales. That's my bread and butter. And also uh, we host, like, you know, two-day workshops. Mm -hmm. If you look into not only just get a deal, if you done done a couple of deals, you know, and we host workshops for people to be able to scale up their business. So, mm. yeah, that's me, man. I'm man. just, you know. And I love that something you said because I was um I was listening to the episode we did two years ago, and you 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 talked about your partner, and to hear you talk about him today, two years later, is extremely dope to me because I know how hard business is and how hard it is to maintain those mm. relationships, and to still, two years later, still running up the bag, stealing business together, that's a phenomenal feat for real. Because so many yeah. people fall out. When it comes to the business and the bread and, and, and to still be doing it, that's super dope, bro. Man, no, nah, man. Like, what people don't realize is, you know, when you're in a partnership, it's like you're damn near in the marriage, right? right. <clears throat> and when, the reason why I say that is the only way it's going to work, you have to intentionally compromise with somebody. You got to be able to say, you know what? We're going to go with your idea this time, even though I don't agree. And even if it don't go the way that you thought it would, I got to be okay with that. You know what I'm saying? And it got to be vice versa. So... 
You know, I just try not to have no ego, you know, whether, you know, what's going on on social media, off social media. I know we agreed on. We started at 50-50. No matter what I do, no matter what he do, we try to, you know, keep it just like that. You got to compromise, man. Give and take. And 10 is everything, man. That's 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 some game right there. And before we start recording, you said something. So I I, I want to get straight to it. You said that um you was at an event and you realized after and it was it's interesting to me because after all the success you had in real estate, you said you realized after going to this event that you're not going hard enough, specifically on the brand side. So you mind just talking about that a little bit more? Because we were talking about it off camera. Yeah. <clears throat> so you know, one thing I found out, I actually went to the Click Funnels event uh, down in Orlando a couple of weeks back. And I was around so many millionaires and uh, it made me feel good because I got the opportunity to be a student again. And mm. the thing about it is this, sometimes when you got success, sometimes when you make a lot of money, you master your craft, you can get comfortable unconsciously, not even knowing you're comfortable. So when I went to these events down there, I got around different type of people. I realized that, damn, you ain't even going hard enough. You could be thinking you going hard from your definition and then figure out another definition and realize you ain't even going hard at all. That's right. And that's what I realized. Damn, and and what? But what? Like, from what aspect would you did you realize that? Well, you feel like you need to go harder in. I wasn't taking it serious enough, man. Like, you know how? Like, you know, I got my real estate business, right? I'm ten toes down. I'm always looking to make changes. Every day I wake up, I'm just thinking about it. But here go the personal brand side. I'm kind of treating it like a part time job. So everybody know that you know whenever you treat something like a part time job or you working a part time job, you ain't getting the best paycheck. No. And that's the reason why I wasn't walking across that stage at ClickFunnels and getting that, you know, reward. I wasn't treating it like I was supposed to. You know what I mean? So you think, uh, and this is some heavy, um, I think this is a real important conversation for people paying attention. So you think branding pretty much is, you need to treat that like it's a full-time job. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? I wouldn't say like, just wake up one day and say, hey, I'm about to right. build a, You know what I'm you saying? You got to have something. <clears throat> but on. if you build up to that point, if the people are asking for it, then you got to treat it full time because you're playing with yourself and you're playing with the people. You know, by me not taking it hard or going hard like I'm supposed to be, if somebody's suffering right now and they're like, damn, if Diddy go harder, maybe I could have seen him more. Maybe I could have changed his life. That's the reason why I got to go harder. That's you know, that's that's a um, really interesting perspective to have because sometimes on social media, you and period, you do think you're doing enough, especially once you win it. It's easy. I talked about. I talked about. The, uh, I had this video. It, it pretty much went viral. People still be coming on this shit. I yeah. said. I said like a hundred to one hundred fifty thousand is like a super dangerous place because it breeds comfortability. And I think a lot of people got it misconstrued because they were saying, "Man, I would love to make a hundred thousand I'm like, "But once you do it, and the people that's been there, that's done it, yeah. they understand what I'm saying." You be like, "Damn." gotta go as hard as i was was when i was when you make it 50k you need you know you need to make more money you grind a, a nah. different kind of hard but when them bills paid yeah and you got a little excess money like man, yeah I'm up. you know what i'm saying so that's it's important it's it's important to keep it real with yourself and have some some um look in the mirror to see like damn i could be going yeah. a yeah. little hard i i am a little too relaxed but at the same time let me ask you this because yeah. this is this was a lot of people were saying it was like what's wrong with comfortability Man, you know what? I'm going to say this real quick because I think you made a good point that people need to realize that, you know, if you go to 100000 150000 I agree with that. You can get comfortable, mm -hmm. especially if it's active income. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now, ain't nothing wrong with getting a right. little comfortable if that's your passive income. You making 100000 150000 in passive income a month, <laughs> keep your shoes off. That might be your definition <laughs> of happiness. Fact. But I would not get comfortable of active income, 100 to 150,000. I'm telling you, I didn't done it before. Mm. I didn't done it before. Mm. And guess what? I found myself back under 100,000. No, that's fact. Because I bro. thought I was doing you something. You, was you know doing what I mean? Something. Yeah. Either you investing the money or you losing the money. You know what I mean? No, that's, 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 and plus, another key thing is you talk about inflation. The price of stuff 20 years ago ain't the same. The value, 100, let's be, let's keep it real. 100,000 to today is really about, that's like 60, 70 for real. Man, it ain't the same at all. Gas high, food high, everything is way higher than it once was. I ain't even talk about taxes. Yeah. You you hear me? I mean, 100000 today, I mean, come on, bro. You can spend that too fast. Way too fast nowadays. The world moved too quick. You know, uh, everything went up. Like you said, inflation. You know, back in the day, man, gas was a dollar, 89 cents. Man, dollar, 89 cents. You know what I mean? That's you got to think about it. A couple some people got bills two thousand. You got to think the average rent is at least two thousand right now. Facts. 
You times that by 12, you see where you at 24,000 right there. On rent. That's just something you got to do. So, man, look, you just made me think about it. Like, you really ain't got no choice to be real. You ain't really got no choice but to get it these days. Man, you got to get it, man. You know, I, I think of, when I think of 100,000, that's what I wake up thinking about on Mondays. Man, where my next, man? I need six figures this week, man. You see what I'm saying? If you thinking that, if I'm thinking, I'm waking up thinking I'm, I need six figures this week, you thinking about six figures for the whole year, then guess what? I guarantee you, you're going to have some lazy spurts in there. You ain't going as hard as you can go. You know what I mean? I wake up. If I'm thinking about six figures this week, imagine the type of action I'm getting ready to take for me to even be able to get that. You naturally just going to work harder. I'm about to go your hard, goal man. is so much higher. Yeah, not that I'm going to work hard. I'm going to know I ain't got no time to play. Damn, you know what I mean? That's key right there. Because to be honest, the the biggest problem I feel like most of us have is the time-wasting part. Mm. Like a lot of us waste just waste too much damn time. Whether it's thirty minutes here, thirty minutes there, thirty minutes that shit add up. It's only twenty four hours in a day. That's facts. You I, wait, you waste thirty minutes six different times. That's three hours, right? And you could do it. You know, I done found myself. You know, I read this book. Right, it's called Deep Work. And one of my biggest problems is unconsciously again browsing social media all day. Next thing you know, you ain't completed none of your tasks. But when I read that book, Deep Work, it told me, hey, you need to take at least three hours straight out of the day and strictly work. And I bet you get a whole bunch of more work done. Somebody can say they can work for 12 hours, man, be doing a lot of browsing. I can work for three and I might get more work done because I got that deep work going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, a deep focus too. Exactly. And, and, and that's why I, I kind of, I, I mentioned this every now and then. I read this in an article years back. It said that uh, Jeff Bezos He's he I don't know if he still do this, but this is what they said a couple of years ago. They say he working fifteen minute intervals. Mm. Like yeah, he get he has a task and he does and he does fifteen minutes and it's on to the next task. And then when I first I remember first reading, I was like, man, that sounds stupid. Like what the hell, fifteen minutes? But then when I really thought about it, I'm like, yo, fifteen minutes is such a short period of time where you have to focus. Gotta focus. They know that your phone going off. You're not gonna look. I know I only got fifteen minutes before I'm on to the next task. So I'm like, damn, that makes so much sense. You know, mm. that's probably not for everybody. Right. That's hard to do. But I could see, like, why he's in that position. If he's working at 15-minute intervals, he ain't got no choice but to be focused all damn day. Man, that's, that's you know, you got to think about it like this. Like, you know, we at a level that, you know, of course we're making money, right? Right. But to get to that next level. That next level. Man, it's all about who the most disciplined and who can focus the longest. You can have all the talent in the world, but if you can't calm yourself down and be able to stay disciplined and focusing, then you ain't going to get to that next level. And the, and the crazy part is, from the outside looking in, it may look like you're doing your thing, but you already know that you got something else you can tap into. Mm, and not only it may look like it, you may actually be you may actually be getting praise from so many people, and you start to believe, you start feeling yourself like, man, I'm, I'm winning, I'm up, I ain't got to, you know what I'm saying? That's scary. That's, <laughs> That's scary. scary. Everybody yelling your name and yeah. all that, and you like, yeah, I didn't did this. Nah, it's somebody out there like me who 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 waiting for another chance, mm -hmm. or another turn, or, look, or for the next thing. Let me let me ask you this. You think it's easier? Is it easier to become successful now, or is it is it easier or harder compared to back in the days, but pre social media? Mm. I think now it's easier because you know we got access to so much information now, which can be a gift and a curse. Because sometimes you can get stuck because it's too much information. But I feel right. like that if you're the type of person that know how to take a little bit of information and go take action on it. Bro, the people you can meet across the world, like, like you know, you right now. I would have never known you if it weren't for social facts. media. That's facts. You know what I mean? I was able to come out of town and my guy right here, photographer, videographer, he out of town. Exactly. The exposure is crazy right now. If you yeah. ain't getting money right now, it's your fault. <laughs> no, straight <laughs> up. Straight up. Yeah. And the reason I asked that because I, I seen a clip yesterday of Boozy saying, like, relationships and marriages is ruined because of social media. And when he said it, I thought about it, I'm like, man, I, I, I want to ask Keith, like, do he just think life is harder, easier, period? Because I think it is easier to become successful, but at the same time, it's way more distractions now it than is. our parents had to face. You know what I'm saying? Social media alone, one app alone brings a million distractions. Yeah. TikTok alone brings it. Twitter alone brings a million. Then you got different aspects where you talk about if it's women on there, if you're a woman, yeah. guys, you know, it's so much shit that like our parents and grandparents have to go through. So it is, a, that, that's an interesting, um, yeah. that's an interesting conversation for real. I think, man, you know, Boosie has said, you know, he was talking more about marriages and relationships, right? right? Mm -hmm. And I, 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 I agree 
to a certain extent, but I but as far as my situation, mine's a little different because I met my wife off social media. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like we met off social media. So when I get on social media and I see a bunch of, you know, let's say females, you know, most of them looking the same. You know, I'm just going to say what it is. Right. Not all, but most look the same now. So for me, it make it easier for me to just stay what I'm doing. Stay mm -hmm. with my wife. Mm-hmm. And the foundation. I know she different, man. I, I know she going to be there. You know, she, you know, I know she, we got our own type of relationship. We ain't got nothing to prove. I don't do relationship goals. We do real life goals. We do business goals. <laughs> Talk that you know, shit. We our own relationship Talk goals, man. I ain't got to look nowhere. You know what I mean? Talk that shit. I look at my house at relationship goals. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the danger when you start looking at your relationship and then looking at somebody else and saying, man, we need to do like what they doing the whole time. They shit could be fake. Exactly. They could they really not even be together. They could really fucking hate each other. Man, listen, man. The moment you see cameras out, the moment you know something fake. It man. may not be everything, but anytime you see a camera involved, man, you gotta you be gotta, careful. You gotta, no, that's, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's some real shit. You really, yeah. but that's why I be telling people all the time. I be like, man, I'm gonna keep it a being, bro. I'm like, ninety percent of the shit that y'all see on the internet, you gotta always remember this shit ain't real. This is like you, but it goes back to what you said. Once you see the camera come out, <laughs> you gotta know a little. It might not be what you think it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because how I look at it is, you know, at the end of the day, relationships is a, especially a romantic relationship. That's a extremely precious and valuable thing. Yeah. And when you kind of let the world inside of that, you kind of, you making it harder already. It's already hard. We, we know yeah. relationships are already difficult. Yeah. And when you let the world in, you making it already more difficult than what it got to yeah. be for real. I think people got to move at their own pace. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, people got to realize that it's different phases and different seasons in relationships. You know, right. it might be a season that y'all might be the most romantic. You know what I mean? The love is all in the air. And then it might be a season where, you know, y'all y'all can't stand each other. Right. And that's okay, though. And that's okay. You know what I mean? Loyalty shouldn't change. Exactly. Commitment shouldn't change. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's you got to, you, you know, you got to be able to do that, man. And I think that also relationship, your relationship should be private, but not a secret. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, yep. What I mean by private, like you ain't got to show every single thing. Yep. But at the same time, when it's time, people know. For it, yeah. People know. You know. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the key right there. You ain't got to tell. You ain't got to tell the world every single thing that's going on. It's easy to get caught up in it because you you can see that's what most people want. So you know you could easily yeah. you could do that. You could make that brand and play and eat. It's easy to get caught up in that. But at the same time. Man, speaking from, I know from experience, from being in a relationship, yeah, yeah. long periods of time, yeah, it's the best thing you can do is to try to keep them folks out your shit for real. <laughs> nah, nah, facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's facts, though. Nah, for real. So yeah. that's, you know, you, you talking, well, I ain't even anticipate going to this. We talking about <laughs> relationships and all kinds of shit, man. But yeah. talk about this, like being a, um, being a, uh, how has, speaking on relationship, how has that, uh, being in a relationship fatherhood how, how how has that changed you or impacted you business wise man you know what it, it it keeps me focused me having a son um because i think about you know the type of person i want him to look up to mm, and i want to be that type of person you know what i mean another thing is i got to make time you know i'm still that's something i got to still you know get a little bit better at but the only I way that it. you really get better at your time is putting yourself in the people that you love shoes and how they feeling you know what I mean? How do my my son feel if I'm always on the phone or I'm always telling him to hold on real quick? I'm on the call. How do we really feel inside, though? Because he don't understand what type of world or the business world. So by him being young and I understanding that, I got to watch that. I got to be more careful. Same with the lady, though. You right. know, one thing that, you know, that we did that, you know, we understand each other's love languages. Hers is one of hers is quality time. Quality time. So if I'm not filling up her love language, I already know you ain't happy, baby. I, I know that. I ain't doing what I'm supposed to do. Mm -mm. So I, I I like the time block. I like to be intentional, you know, with the time that I'm giving. You know what I mean? Anytime, like right now, you know, I'm down here. We're going to handle business. You know, right. I, ain't, I ain't, I'm ready to do this and I'm I'm back to the family. You back know what I mean? Back to the family. Yeah. Family, yeah, that, that, that's big, bro. And I, lo I love to see that, because that, um, that's an example for so many. You know, a lot of times, especially black men get a bad rap when it comes to the family life and fatherhood and all that shit. Yeah. So you got an example that you can, that people can see. I think that uh, that's better just for culturally. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. people could see that, and then ain't no more excuse. They know, like, man, Keith a great dad. He he a good family man. I I need to be more like that, too. You I know think what it helped your brand out. You know, being mm. a good, a good, you know, 
a family man, I think it helped my brand out because I feel like that you can build people trust you a little bit more knowing that no, facts. you, you got know it. this is what you went to though. I ain't mm -hmm. saying that everybody gotta be married or nothing like that, but when I do see somebody that I may facts, you know, looking to I'm looking for a mentor. If I see you married and you with your family, not necessarily perfect, I'm like, okay, maybe I could trust this person. You know what I mean? Facts. A little bit more. It's a reason why we never had a single president before. Mm. Because people trust family oriented people, period. Especially family oriented men. It's easy for to it's easy for me to trust you when I know you got a girl that you've been with for a long period of time. Y'all got kids. Y'all got a family. Y'all got a foundation. Y'all building. Yeah. It's easier for me to trust you than just knowing you out here on your fucking own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We ain't never, we never, as a country, we never had a single president. We probably never will because people don't really trust somebody that's out here that's single moving like that. Because you know facts. your life could be yeah. all over the goddamn place. Yeah. Family brings stability for real. Nah, that's facts, bro. That's mm -hmm. facts. And that's why I say, like, you got to, you know, you, you, you got to have, I feel like this, most men are more successful that I see that's either married or in a relationship. Yes, facts. Because you, cause you can't be giving not only your time, but you can't be giving your energy all over the place. That ain't good for you. Energy resources. Yeah. When you when you dating multiple women, you never going to get in the flow because you, you low-key trying to, you trying to impress, you trying to do this, you spending unnecessarily money all the time. But when you're in a relationship, listen, who I'm, who I'm showing out for? I mean, I, of course, I want to show off for my wife, right? But I ain't got to be extra. I could just be me. <laughs> Anytime you're in a situation, you could just be you. That's gonna be the most beneficial for anybody. Damn, you you talking some shit, bro? And let's 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 talk about uh, real estate for a second mm. because last time when we did this, I think we was well, we was like mid pandemic, right? Yeah, we was like yeah, the middle of the pandemic. So talk about how how much has um, the pandemic and post post pandemic how much has real estate changed and impacted your business? Man, I'm going to talk about the pandemic real quick. That was the biggest impact on my business since I've been an entrepreneur because I always, I was having my way. You know what I mean? As the as the young cat, I, right, I was right. having motion. You know right, what I mean? right, I right, had, right. I had some good motion going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think I had did almost, what, 200K in February of 2020, and then the pandemic hit. It was like around like March. Yep. And I did like 15,000. That's crazy. Everybody shook up. As the leader, I never seen anything like that. I didn't go through the recession back in 08. Right. So I had to really uh, lean on my connections. That's why it's important to network because that was the only way I knew how to maneuver through because of the people that I had built relationships with. But we did the 15K. A couple months later in June, I remember I did a podcast out in AZ, and you got to show your actual hoods for you to even be able to get on the podcast. That's, that's hard. Oh, that week wow. we did 115K in a week. <laughs> 115k during the pandemic i feel strong at that point because i'm the type of person i'm like man if somebody getting money through it i got to be one of the ones man and i and i shift my focus every single day damn yeah right. I, had to, I had to get it that's 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 because that's a um like you said i, I ain't experienced i was too young i was like an eighth grade when the when the uh, last recession happened yeah. so i ain't get to experience that so in that pandemic that was like a once in a lifetime kind of thing and so Crazy. going from 200 a 200k month to a 15k month that's a you a lot of people gonna fold they're gonna be like hold on i'm gonna go go get this gig real quick a lot of people did fold Ex talk about it <laughs> they did fold you know what i'm saying they did fold but no. i was happy though you know what i mean because well, in the moment when it happened man listen i read this book you know it's called seasons by jim Rohn. Ooh. Every season can't be the same, man. I don't even expect it. Like, right now, I'm in the season of just, you know, gearing back up. You know, I'm grinding. I ain't really too many distractions right now. This ain't my balling season. This is my season of learning. I'm sitting back. I'm educating myself. Next season might be different. And I understand that, though. You know what I mean? Damn. That's how the pandemic was. It was just a different season. Damn. I needed that. That's, that's, um, that's heavy, bro, because that's – not only is that a business gym, that's just a life gym, period. Yeah. Like, that's why I've tried not to be um too, I don't be really emotional about anything. I don't really get, every day I'll be like, like somebody asks me how I feel, I'll be like, I feel, I feel good. I don't feel like I'm not happy as hell. I'm not yeah. sad. I'm just good. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just living right now. I don't try to get too high. I don't try to get too low because yeah. shit can, you don't want nothing to change that could affect you that much. And then once you get too happy, you could kind of get lax a little bit. You yeah. don't want to get too down because now you're not motivated to move no more. So I just yeah. try to remain close. You know what I'm saying? But that's, that's, that's game on your part. What you said is because just because you went and just because just because you winning now don't yeah, mean you'll be man. winning tomorrow nah. just because you losing today don't yeah. mean you'll be losing tomorrow everything it's a yeah. life is just cyclical like that man i went through a storm uh you know earlier this year you know mm. what i mean um 
And the thing about it is, you know, your storm's a little different when you didn't been all the way up at the mountaintop Talk and then facts. you have a little, you know, uh, you got a little hiccups. controversy, a little hiccups yeah. going on, bumping the roads. Yeah. So everything that I was preaching, I had to make sure I was living. Every time that you learn something new, you got you to gotta damn near pay for that. You know what I mean? Yo. So now <laughs> I got to stand up under that fire, everything Man. that I've been preaching, and now it's happening to me. And I had to look myself in the mirror and realize who I was every day. I just took it day by day. This shall pass. I done seen this before. That's the good thing about going through something again. See, most people on social media, we make it look like we ain't never going through nothing. Facts. I'm telling y'all right now on this podcast, I went through a storm. I had to get through a storm. People still calling my phone. I need this. I need a car. I need a couch. I need my bills paid. And that's when I realized, like, damn. My dad told me something to make sense. He said something real. He said, listen, anytime that money coming in quick, that's the time you want to save it and invest it the most. Facts. Because most people ain't got the discipline to do that when it's coming when in it's real coming quick. Because you always think it's going to be that way. You think you always think it's going to be there. And mm-hmm. I told him, I said, man, I'm good, pops. I got it. Nah. Them, them, it's like them words came back and haunted me. I had to, I had to no tell facts. him, damn, pops, you was right. Yeah. When that money coming in good, that's, the best that's when time you want to sit that. down the most. And think of a game plan and make some moves. No, that's game. That bro. way, when it do slow up, guess what? You still good. You still good. You the one that's winning now. Yeah. Everybody else panicking. Yeah. They yeah. Like, Everybody scrambling on? around. Yeah. You sit back. You on the beach now. Uh, you know they like, how you doing you got that? On a silk shirt right now. Some sand. You know what I mean? With a my tire or something. You know? No, oh, that's some, nah for real. Yeah. That's that's and, and and if you're gonna be if we being honest, I think most entrepreneurs went through that around earlier this year because yeah. the economy completely shifted. Well, it was so easy to make money, so it became a lot more difficult. Facts. And if you had investments and shit going on, like I talk about it often on the podcast, I didn't lost six figures mm. on plays just ales. So, so I went, we went, we went through some storms too. But the dopest thing, the dopest thing about it, is being with somebody that she that already know how I am. That's just knowing this just a t- that she already understood because I already let her know early on, like. Life is cyclical. Yeah. Just because we up now, it might not always be like this. We go through bad periods of time, and she right. was solid enough to not only hear me but understand it. So when we did have the storms, she ain't fold. She ain't. Yeah. She wouldn't know my ass pressuring me, but she just like, this is what it is. I know we going, you know what I'm saying, this, we going through a period of time. She ain't switch up or run and yeah. like, no, I can't do this shit no more. I'm out. That's the, you know best, feeling. That's the best, that's feeling. best That's the best feeling. That's, that's when you that's really rock with somebody. Man, listen, I'm telling my guy right here, right? I told him, I said, man, one thing I got on my side, when I go to the house, I got peace. Facts. No matter what's going on in my life, when I go to that house, it's all peace. You got to have a woman to bring you peace. You got to have, you know, you got to have a situation that you, you got to know what your peace is. You know what I mean? Mm, Facts. Yeah. You got, and and it's not going to happen. And you might not meet somebody overnight where you you all have that trust like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's trust. You know, trust takes time to build. You got to go through, you got to, you got to go through shit to fully trust somebody. See, see, when guys, like, when people choose their relationship partner, not even just guys, but ladies, whatever, women, man, you know, you got to, you always, you know, when it's time to take a risk as an entrepreneur, we only think about our risk tolerance. But when you're in a relationship with somebody, you need to make sure what they, you need to see what their risk tolerance is, too. Damn. Because your risk tolerance might be high, your spouses might be low, you might be making some moves in the middle of a storm, and they may be like, uh, I can't take it no more, I'm cool on you. Now, Damn. you looking at your spouse like they gave up on you or they ain't supporting you, but really, their risk tolerance wasn't the same as yours. Damn. That's something that you got to take a look at at the beginning. That's Not only what's your risk tolerance, what's your spouse's risk tolerance? Damn, y'all motherfuckers talking about what y'all bring to the table. Y'all need to be asking, what's the motherfucking risk tolerance? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For yeah. real. <laughs> Had a real conversation. Yeah, that, that's real. That's that's some game, bro. That's some, because, and, and, and you experienced enough, you probably, it probably took you because some things you got to go through to fully comprehend and understand. So for people that's listening to this and they might be courting somebody or think about courting somebody, now they know that's an important conversation to have with this person. You got Cause, to. Because especially when you're making plays. Because some of us, we are extremely risky. And then you might have a, a woman or a man that might be super conservative. Yeah. So you out here going hard, hard, mashing. And they like, like you said, they like, hold up, bro. I ain't signed up for this. Yeah, I'm cool. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't, I ain't no dog is like this. He yeah. going hard. He putting <laughs> yeah. all like, like uh, uh, Elon Musk, he talk, I know he talked about when he sold PayPal. I think he was he made $180 million. I could be wrong. But when he sold PayPal, 
every dollar he got from that, he completely reinvested. He went like back broke, completely reinvesting all of it. See, that's a whole nother level. Right you know what there. I'm saying? That's a whole nother like, level I'm, right there. <laughs> you know, that's that's a crazy risk tolerance. Most people get one eighty. They build up a company, get one eighty. It might have been. Well, I can't remember the number, but whatever he got from it, he took all that money and created. Tell he he went broke. Most people call it a day. They say I'm cool, life good. I'm up. That's crazy. I'm up nine figures. I'm retired. He doubled back and said, "I'm gonna do something else now." That's a crazy level of risk. Yeah, you gotta think you, about. You gotta, it. you gotta think about if he was in a relationship. That woman that was like, "Hold on, we just won." Yeah, we just won life. Man, we, that can cause a breakup. Man. <laughs> that is separation. Ninety nine percent of the time, yeah, it will. It for will. Sure. It will. So that's man. We talk. We <laughs> we talk. We talk some uh some heavy shit, man. So talk about um. I seen someone on Instagram. I'm finna pull it up real quick yeah, yeah, yeah. before yeah. I, before I forget. And you was talking about, I feel like this is some gang that definitely could help people. Yeah. You're talking about the number one, the number one secret to find private money lenders. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I see, I, I, I seen that video and I feel like when it comes to real estate, that's something that the conversation that always comes up. People are like, man, how, how, how you navigate through these realms and get private money lenders? Yeah. So talk about that number one way. Man, I'm going to tell you this, man. That was my most viewed, shared, saved, commented video that I ever did. Because it was so much, was so value. much value. Anytime bro. I shoot any type of content, I want to make sure I get value. So it's this platform, right? So first of all, private money lenders. A lot of people talk about private money. A lot of people talk about hard money lenders. I like private money lenders because it's based on relationships. They're not looking for your credit. They're more just looking for a great deal. And they want to know, you know, a little bit what your experience is. Hard money, they want to pull your credit and right. all that. And re realistically, everybody don't have the best credit starting out, That's right? Facts. So it's a it's a platform. It's called Private Lender Data Feed, right? And this is crazy. They got every private money lender that can fund your real estate transactions, whether it's fix and flip, whether it's a development, rental property, Airbnb, whatever you're trying to do, for two forty seven for the whole year. Every one of them in the whole country. That's crazy. For two forty seven, and they even categorize them. They got yellow and green stars, or they got no stars. Anybody who bought or who lended on two to four properties within the past year or so, they get a yellow star. Anybody who got five or more loans out, they get a green star. If you ain't got no star, I mean, you just now getting started. You're just basically. getting started. But every one of them, they got the emails. Some people got their phone numbers. That's crazy. It's the best tool that you can ever have to fund all your deals. Shit, I see why that was your most shit. That's that's some crazy shit. I ain't never heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't never heard of that before. But talk about what made you, what makes someone like you give that game up for free because we know mm. most people they people probably been had access to that but they ain't never made no they ain't yeah. never made no instagram video about it so what yeah. made you say i'm gonna get this game up man you know what man i want to have and uh you know shout out to uh neo davis you know mm -hmm. i seen him at click funnels and he even mentioned this to me you know he said you when the people come to your your page you supposed to get the most game on real estate and I thought about that, and I already been giving game, but now even more intentional with it. Man, when you come to my page, I don't want you to never want to unfollow me. I want you to feel down on your own self if you ever hit that unfollow button because I'm giving so much game out. Mm. I ain't worried about because most people ain't going to do it anyway. 90% of the people going to watch the video and don't even do the game. That's facts. But I still want you to know where it's at, though, because one day it might change. You know what I'm saying? That's a hell of a... Um... If the, the people that are listening, I hope this ain't going over y'all head. For especially for y'all that's trying to build a brand, that's that's it right there. Get value, value, and flood it. Yeah. I remember something you said last time we recorded. You said when you came, you coming in the game, you coming to kick down the door. You gonna worry about yeah. fixing it later. Yeah. And I feel like that mentality is a mentality that works in all businesses. You got to come yeah. when you want to get into some, into some shit. You got to come kicking down the door. Don't come asking. You got to come kick that motherfucker in. Nah, you got to, man. And that's why I want to get so much value. And, uh, you know, I pay attention to different things. You know, a lot of people look at, you know, how many views they got, right. which is cool. Right. You know, how many likes they getting. I'm looking at the shares, the saves, and how many people commented. That's all I care about. You know what I mean? And why, and, and talk, why is that, though? Because I know that if people saving it and people are sharing it to somebody, for one, it's going to bring more followers. Yep. For two... The content was so good that you say, you know what? Somebody got to see I got Man, I got to send this to somebody, man. They got to see what he just said. Then that person see what I said. Now they want to come to my page. And now when they come to my page, guess what? I look at all my followers as potential customers. 
They may need something. It may need a product or something that I got. I don't know. But at the same time, I still want you to come get this free value too. Mm, damn. Yeah you, yeah. you giving out some major gems, bro. In another video I seen you do, you you talked about three ways to, uh, it was like three ways to find local buyers. Mm. And that's 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 another, this a, when it comes to real estate, when it comes to private lenders and how to yeah. find buyers where, where they at immediately, that's like the main conversations I really hear for real when it comes yeah. to the wholesaler or anything regarding real estate. So talk about that too. Man, there's so many different ways you can find buyers. I'm going to give you just three quick ways real quick. The first way that, you know, I even mentioned on my Instagram is you can go to Home Depot to Lowe's, right? And what you can do is they got like blank bandit signs. You got to get the metal stakes and everything and get you a marker, right? Right. And what I do to get cash buyers, especially like ones that's ready to buy today, because you got to think about it. Who go to Home Depot to Lowe's? Contractors, uh, investors who's looking to get materials. So I say, you know what? Why not get these blank bandit signs and the property that I may have in contract? It might be a three-bed, two-bath, fixer-upper, uh, 50K, and they put the phone number. Everybody who's a contractor or a buyer that's going to Home Depot to Lowe's, they stopping at that sign. I'm going to put at least four at each one. Go to right. every side of town, every Home Depot, every Lowe's, people going to start hitting your phone. Another way, the affordable housing website. You can go to gosectionate.com, right? Type in uh, a zip code, type in a county, a city, and what's going to happen is every landlord that got some type of property that they're looking to rent out, Section 8 is going to be on their website. And guess what it give you? Forget looking at the property. It's going to give you the landlord's name and the landlord's phone number for free. And you just give them a call and say, hey, listen, I see that you're looking to rent out this property. Are you possibly looking to buy any more properties in the same area? Same area. It's that simple. Yeah, the, the last one is, one of my favorite ones is, is uh, going to local auctions at the courthouse. Ours is every Thursday, basically. Go to auction.com, type in the county to whatever city you're in. It's going to show you all the in-person auctions, and it's going to show you exactly where they're located at. Go down there, because think about it. If you at the auction, that means you got cash to buy a property right now. Oh, I'm going down there with business cards. I'm going down there with the properties I got in contract, and I'm looking to network. Damn. That's some, you man. might even get you some private money down there if you're no. talking the right way. Man, it's a, and that's one thing. One thing I like about you is you know how to communicate. You know how to yeah. talk the right way, and I, I think that might be something that uh, a lot of people struggle with. So, what's some game that you could get people to say they could learn how to be a great communicator, a great salesman? Like they might yeah. just not naturally have those skills. Man, I think that man for for you to be a multi-millionaire, I feel like that you gotta have some type of sales skills. That's Mandatory. one of the best skill sets that I learned early in the game because you might not have your systems in order, but you can, if you know how to negotiate, you're going to make some type of money. You know what I mean? One of my favorite books is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Mm -hmm. When I learned this one principle, he said, the person can master putting themselves in other people's shoes and speaking from that point of view, that's the person going to master life. I never forgot that. People don't want to hear me talk about myself. They right. want to hear, what can I do for them? And if you're looking to get better at sales, what could you do for somebody else? Speak from another person's shoes. Show empathy to a person. If they say they're feeling down, how you feel when you feel down? How did you get out of feeling down? If somebody lost somebody, guess what? Tell them by the time you lost somebody. How did you get out of that dark space? Or what are you doing to, you know, to cope with it every day? You got to be able to know how people feel. And at the same time, you got to be able to throw out numbers a little bit. Mm. Like in real estate, if a house is worth, you know, if I can offer 80000 on a property, you can't be scared to throw out fifty to sixty. You already got to know that if you throw out fifty to sixty and you need to be at eighty, guess what? The seller might get mad. Oh, no, I'm not doing that price. Hey, Mr. Seller, you didn't even let me finish. I didn't say I need to be at fifty to sixty. I'm just letting you know what my partners may want to be at. But let me ask you this. If I could get you to that closing table... And I can get this property behind you. You never have to worry about the situation again. Because you at least meet me in the middle at 70. Because I reset their expectations on what they thought they was going to get. When I said 50 to 60. When they got mad. I know I reset your expectations. Now I'm going to ask you to meet me in the middle. So we can make it a win-win for both of us. Yo, that's some game right there. That's heavy. Because that's, man. That's, some, some, that, that's simple. Those are simple tactics. But. I feel like a, uh, a lot of us, we have that main character syndrome, as they yeah. call it. We think the fucking world revolves around us, so we struggle to even see 
see any anything from anybody else's perspective. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But you, but to be like you said, to be a good salesman or anything, you have to you have to be able to see it from man, some other people's perspective. Got to. A good salesperson never get caught selling. Never. Talk, uh, break that down. What a you good salesperson that? never get caught selling because they always being themselves. Think about it though. When you naturally being yourself right now, I'm not thinking of you as a salesperson. Right. You, I'm just thinking of it. You just being who you are. Just right. like the same with me. That's exactly when, when I'm when I'm talking to homeowners. I'm looking to be myself, a hundred percent. Hey, how you doing today, Miss Jones? How's everything going? You having a good day? Man, I'm having a blessed day, right? I'm just blessed to be up here another day. Instead of saying, "Hey, Miss Jones, I'm <laughs> this is me with uh AT and T," and I was nobody want to talk to nobody like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's right. They want to holler at the person. Hey, what's going on, Miss Jones? How you doing today? I talk to like homeowners, like I'm talking to my auntie or my uncle or somebody. That's how down to earth I want to be. And when you naturally do that, you naturally get people comfortable. And then, of course, you're gonna eventually get around to the numbers. All facts. So that so uh, pretty much, what would you call that? Relatability. Relatability. Yeah. Relatability all the way, hundred percent. Is that? Is that? Do you think that's a hard skill to learn? Because like, if you come up in certain environments. Well, that's completely different from the people that you're talking to. Yeah. How do you tap into that relatability with this person? See, that's a, see, that's one of the toughest parts right there because I feel like that I would never hire somebody who didn't know how to relate to people. Damn. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, you should never hire a salesperson who have a hard time relating to people, uh, have a hard time complimenting people because you got to be able to do that. There's no way you can dig deep in somebody's situation if you're not even comfortable with somebody digging deep with you. Damn. So at that point, you know, until they work on that, I, I can't really hire them as a salesperson. That's one of the things. You got to be able to be empathetic and sympathetic to somebody. But some people may have been through stuff in their life. They don't know how to open up themselves yet. Yeah, so in that position may not be the best position. But that don't mean that person may can't work for my company. They just may can't work for that position. That position. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's game. And so you, you you, mentioned contractors earlier, and I want to uh, ask you this, because I feel like when I know, I remember when I was actively buying real estate, I feel like a good contractor was like the, the hardest part to me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, And then you got people that sell themselves as great contractors, and then when they, actually, when they actually get down to work, you're like, man, this person suck. Like, everything about this. So what, what do you... From your from your experience and perspective, what is the the keys to um, identifying a, a great contractor? Man, it's a couple of different ways, right? I mean, number I mean, one of the the best ways to get a good contractor, if you can get you a good recommendation, you know, most people right. most people stand you with their contractors. That's that's right. They don't want to give them up though, you know what I mean? But if you can get a good recommendation, that's one of the best ways. Uh, another thing, like around my house right now. They building a lot of houses right now. So me visually looking at them build houses and how they working, I'm just I just pull up on them and just holler at them. I see how y'all working, so I'm pretty sure y'all do the same thing. Another mm. thing, don't 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 pay them everything up front. <laughs> Talk about that. Talk about why not. Don't even really pay them half. Pay them for the work that they completed. That's one of the gems when it comes to a contractor. Pay them for the work that they completed. Don't just pay them half. Because they're going to be start drinking Mandela's and eating burritos and shit on the job and <laughs> playing around, though. You know, they spending the money up. Or they might use your money that you give them half of your money to, to fund another project. I'd rather just pay them for the work that they done. That way you keep it clean. Hey, y'all, that's a gem. Especially for y'all first-time uh, real estate home buyers or whatever because you might not know that. You might, they might set to give you that price and you're just like, I'm going to give y'all this bag. Thinking like they they good now they gonna get the work done and that happens a yeah. lot of they get that bag and they like yeah I got to give you one more too real quick is that you always get more than one quote with a contractor mm. you know what I mean because you might get one quote and they might be busting your head and you thinking it's cool they may be getting over on you though I guarantee you get you at least two to three quotes none of them will be the same damn none of them be the same hey y'all listening y'all 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 hear what bro saying y'all better make sure y'all take heed to, 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 to these gems and actually take note and then don't don't fuck up when it comes to a contractor basically yeah. I, I hate them stories man people contractors be running off with the bag and all kind of, i'll be i didn't <laughs> heard some crazy ass stories so i'll be like damn man but yeah. i want to uh i want to ask you this when it comes to, 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 to um business which what do you think is more is more important is it marketing or is it the uh the, just 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 running the business operations understand the business being able to run the operations what do you think is is more important 
Man, that's a tough one right there, man. Um, I would say marketing. Because if you, you can have all your operations together, but if you don't know how to market it, you ain't going to really make no money. I agree. But you can market without having all your stuff together as far as your systems and stuff. Right. The way I know that is because I look at myself. I sold almost 2,000 uh, acquisition courses in real estate, and I ain't even just the most organized. I ain't even run no funnels for real. Damn. That's just word of mouth. Word of mouth. I didn't have my systems in order, but my marketing was pretty decent, though. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I agree. I asked because I recently had this uh, conversation with a family member that's uh, thinking about starting a, um, uh, a food truck. And he was saying, like, the, the food he's going to sell, he was like, man, he, he gave me the menu. He said, you think that'll work? I said, man, that sounds amazing, but, you know... If you got the marketing right, you gonna eat. Cause I didn't been, I didn't been. I think we all didn't been to plenty, of, plenty of restaurants where the food was bomb. You look around, you the only motherfucker in there. Yeah, and you like, <laughs> you like, damn, why yeah. this food amazing? Why ain't nobody yeah. in here? Cause marketing. marketing, like the marketing don't be right. And then otherwise, you didn't have food that you like everybody talking about, and you go up there yourself. You like. Man, this is mid. This ain't even yeah. acting like this the greatest. The marketing, the marketing point, was on point. You know they going viral. On People talking about it. So I agree with you, bro. I think obviously you want to have both. You don't want to just be shitty, actual shitty business and right. a great marketer. But it's a lot of people like that too. But you want to, you want to, you want to have both. But marketing is um, it's it's crucial, man. Marketing could, yeah. that, that shit could change your whole life. You know, same with the only social apps. All it takes is a few. You go. You might go viral a few times. Man, ching is over with. And it, and, it, and it can happen so quick. That's the crazy thing, especially nowadays. It can happen so quick. Mm, I want. I want to ask you something. I seen. I seen little baby talk about. Uh, this was a uh, interview. They asked him. He he was saying when he first got on, got rich. He was like in a, like down. He's kind of down because so yeah. much didn't changed in his life. I, I, I'm paraphrasing. He was saying yeah. he had to adjust. To so much like having success, you know, having different people. He said he had to change the completely the way he think, the way he yeah. thought. It had to do yeah. a whole 180. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that's a very interesting conversation. So I want to ask you, like, do you feel, is that something similar coming from starting from ground zero, then having success? Yeah. Did you have to change your whole your whole entire thought process? Man, I ain't going to lie to you, man. Being a, the, you know, the head hunch on your family. It can really be hurtful, you know what I mean? Mm. Because, you know, once you have money, it's people that's around you who can't unsee you having money. Damn. And you might be going through some stuff yourself at the moment, but you still might be looking good. You still the man of them. So it's like, damn, I got to look like what I'm going through just for people to show me some type of empathy, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I ain't gonna lie, I done told close, close family members no. And man, when I say they chewed me out so bad... I couldn't even believe it. But what about everything I'd have done? The last couple years was a yes. Damn. I think that's one of the be the best ways to get people from around you. They ain't supposed to be around you. Say no. Say no. No is the most viable thing to a successful person. That is, that is. No, no, no may hurt, but it's gonna have you with a good. It's gonna have the right people around you, and you gonna at least know what is what and who is who. Oh, that's facts. And I know uh, the Bob Knight, the basketball coach. I think. I think it's him that got a book. It's called The Power of No. And I think it's pretty much touching on these concepts that yeah. you were just talking about. And and no is one of the hardest things to say, especially when, when you do got it. It's one of the hardest things to say, but you have to say it. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. And then you know, you know, when you when you successful, man, you know, I think that was I caught a case back in 2015. You know what I mean? You know, I'd have made it out of Ohio. I was living in Alabama, but I went back for my birthday one time. And I was hanging around some of my old friends, though. You know what I mean? You yeah, know, I, know, I, still, I know how that go. You want to yeah. keep it real. Right, 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 right. It's your dog. Y'all grew up together and all that, right? Got pulled over on my birthday. Went to jail. Called a case on my birthday. Wrong stuff was in the car, you know, mm -hmm. which wasn't even mine. But guess what, though? Now I got to go through a whole situation to fight a case because I'm in the car with the wrong person just because... You know, I didn't want to adapt to my new life that I had, though. Damn. I was worried about what everybody was thinking about me. I wasn't keeping it real. You know how it is when you're a little younger. Yep. Man, after that, man, I said, you know what, man? I ain't got nothing to prove, man, to nobody. Ain't nothing wrong with changing, man. That's what we're doing this for anyway. You're going to change whether it's for the good or the bad regardless. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> Which change do you want? 
No, no, you're right. You that's, a, that's a hell of a way of putting it. You're going to change for the good or bad regardless. That's you know the only thing guaranteed in life is change and, and death. No, that's right. it. And I think, because I think as humans, we often, when we hear change, we just look at like all the good things that, that change has brought us. But if you're not on your shit, it's a lot of bad things that the change it's can bring to you. A lot of bad things. Yeah. A lot of bad things. So you sure. get, and, you, and you gotta, obviously, you know what I'm saying, going through this life, going through this journey, ain't none of us gonna be on point 24-7 for the rest of our life. We are, a lot of us gonna go through shit. We gonna always go through shit. That's just life. But yeah. it's on, like they say, not to sound cliche, they say it ain't it ain't what you go through is how you handle it. Because we, we, we all gonna have, like you said, them storms. And if you handle it, keep that right mindset, you're gonna get through it. It's just life. It is what it is. Yeah. So. yeah, you gotta, you gotta, when you're back on the wall, that's when you know who is who and who is you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can angry. That's funny you said it because my brother, my, 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 I was having this conversation with my brother. He was like, man, you know, he's like, sometimes you just gotta go without a haircut, tell the people that's around you, you ain't got no money, everything gone, and just see how they respond. Yeah. I said, man, bro, that's going too far. I ain't doing all that. <laughs> but I feel what you said. I'm like, I know what you're trying to get to. He was like, because you ain't gonna really know who with you and who for you until shit really hit the fan. That's facts, bro. Everybody gonna be exposed. I was like, no, that's, that's, and we know, because how, how old you is, bro? 31. You 31. 31. So, yeah, we still, I'm 29, so we yeah. still, like, we probably, we probably didn't experience so much, but we feel older, but it's like, man, I'll be realizing every day, like, it's still so much shit I'm learning, we, we bro. We really still young? We is. Put it like this. We, we old enough to, we, we old enough to not be playing around. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we young, but we older, though. You know what I right. mean? Like, we ain't got time to be playing. Especially when we know the stuff that we want to do with our life. We got plenty of time, but we ain't got time to be playing. Damn. Yeah. That's, that's a bar. We got plenty of time, but we still we ain't got no time we to be got, playing. That's, hey, that's a bar right there. That's the only, time, only, only way you're going to have plenty of time is not play with your time. Mm, you see damn. what I'm saying? That's, 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 that's if funny you play with works. your time, then time going to get cut short. You ain't going to have that much time. Damn. That's, yo, that's crazy because I know this... I'll I be looking at shit probably from a weird perspective sometimes. I'll be, I'll hit Google like, what's the average lifespan for a black male? Yeah. Google say that shit 65. I get the calculator. All right, 65, how old am I? I'm 29. So that means ideally, even though I'm, I'm more than likely, I might going to make it past the 65, but you never know. So let's say, all right, I got a 36. I got 36 of them things left. I'll be like, hold mm, on. Hold I on. definitely ain't got time to be playing. You just woke me up. You know, you know for real, I'm bro. I'm you, so that mean <laughs> I might go first. <laughs> hey, bro, you crazy? But no, that's how, I, bro. That's how I be looking at shit. Now. I've been looking at that like that for like the past couple of years. I hit the, I hit them Googles. Like, what's the average? Oh, you, damn, hell you know what scared me about that situation that you saying that? What's that? Is that I think of it like this, right? Like I've been away from like, all my family in Ohio, mom, dad, and all that, right? And over the last thirteen years, I've been moved away from my hometown. And I probably see my parents maybe two times a year. Same here, bro. So you got to think about it like this. I'm 31. The average lifespan was 65. I mean, they're saying 34 years left. I times 34 times 2. That means I'm only going to see my parents 60-something more times if I don't get my life together. Damn. See, that I, ain't a good feeling. That ain't. And I never even looked at it from that way. That means I got to really go on to get my life together so that way I can, you know, see, spend more time with them, though. You know oh, what I mean? That's some real shit, bro. Cause I, I see my parents like once a year. My my uh I'm from Chicago. All my people from Chicago, but my yeah. parents they moved to Florida with my uh bro after he had his children and stuff, and they retire now. So, and I go, I see them probably like yeah, I see them like once a year. And it was a period of time yeah. when I was like really grinding on it. Yeah, I went two years without seeing any of them. So it's like Woo. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's. And then when I when I started, but I was like, damn, I I, I can't be doing that, bro. Like yeah, you you know you got one family, bro. And when they that's gone, it. they gone. That's it. So as much as we working and building, trying to get on, do our shit, it's like you still gotta um, value that time with them people that that brought you here. Nah, that's facts, man. That's why I be trying to. That's why I move with way more attention at this point in my life now than I did when I was twenty five. When I was twenty five, I was just so happy just getting a buck. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but now I move. I think about wealth. I think about I, I think about wealth and generational wealth. You know what I mean? Mm. Because, like you said, we getting older, man. I don't yeah. want to be hustling for a buck Forever. when I'm forty years old, man. Facts. Nine it's, years, I'm forty. I, the, something that's imprinted in my brain is when I was in the military. Like right before I got out, I was working with this dude. He was a civilian. This dude was eighty five, bro. 
like 85 years yeah. old. And I, I remember asking somebody, like, because I'm thinking, like, maybe he's just doing this for leisure as a hobby. And I remember asking, they said uh, he went through some shit, like, with his wife, he, like, and something happened where he lost all his money and he had to yeah. get back to work. Dang. I'm like, Dang. And, and, like, he was, and he wasn't, like, no young 85. He was, like, an 85 that looked 95. He was, like, had to, like, walk slow, like, talk slow. Like, like he was, like, like no funny shit. Like, he was going to die at the gig type, type yeah. of 85. And I, that That's always in my mind, like, no, nah, I can't. I, I, that, that's that a lesson. Be, yeah, it's a lesson, bro. Yeah, most people think that you only learn from people that's doing better than you. You know what I mean? Mm. I'm not saying that we just better than people. Right, as, right, right, right. But I'm saying, like, as far as financially, you know what I mean? I learned some of my best lessons from people that's in situations that I don't want to be in. Mm. I think those are the humble lessons. It is. The lessons that you learn from somebody that's doing more than you, them just them the more exciting lessons. Like, okay, I'm about to take this to the next level. But I feel like that you can't exceed at the next level, you know, from the people that's doing better than you if you don't understand the people that's not doing as good as you and the lessons that, that, that you can learn from them. I think it all kind of go together. For you to get to this level, you got to learn to be humble from people at this level so you can even stay at that level, if that makes sense. No, that that, that makes purpose. That's, that, that goes into, like, self-protection. And that goes to the final thing I want to say. I, I was... Uh, Recording with Dr. Rose, he's a big dentist out here. He's he been doing, like, everybody veneers. Mm. And he uh, he asked me, he said, what, what's wealth to you? And I said, uh, time freedom to be able to do whatever I want. I said, number one is health, good health. Secondly, it's time freedom to be able to do whatever I want, however I want with the people I love the most. And then he said, he was like, that's good. He was like, but wealth is protection, too. Mm. And I said, when he said it, I, never th I was like, damn, what you mean by that? He was like... We always think about getting again and again to playing offense, but wealth is protection. You got to protect your mental. You got to protect your spirit. You mm. got to protect your pockets because when you got it, everybody coming at you to get it from you. And you got some savages out here that's coming to take it from you, whether it's on the street level or the corporate level. They coming mm. to take what you worked hard to get. So you got to protect all of that. And if you got a family, you got to protect your family that you're raising. Man, that's real, man. I said, damn. That, that shit had me. I been, yeah, he, that was a week ago, and I'm still thinking about this shit. Yeah, man, that kind of remind me of, um, you know, I just got, like, you know, some life insurance, you know, mm -hmm. on the wife. I already got it on myself, my son. I think people don't understand, like, that's one of the, the quickest ways to build generational it wealth. It is. It's life insurance. That's facts. That's Easy. Facts. That's, that's, that's As long as you, I know what I, I, I know the type of, you know, the debt that I got. It ain't nowhere near if okay. I was to drop t tomorrow. Exactly. That's one of the quickest ways. And what I like about it, I learned something. You can even break it up for your kids, mm -hmm. though. You might give them a little bit at 18, let them get mature, and then they get the rest at, or not, they get some at 25, they get a little bit more mature, and then you can even give them the rest at 30. So that way that you're giving them the money at different phases in their life, and they're going to treat the money different in different phases in their life. They had a different Because when you get the money, some of the money at 18, I guarantee you, you shouldn't be doing the same thing at 30 when you get your other half of the money. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Damn, that's man. That's <laughs> that, that's some. Uh, this is a deep conversation for real, bro. Because this is a lot of a lot of things that you know. As we get older, we continue to learn, learn more about ourselves, and that's just it's it's. And I'm pretty sure by five years from now, we're gonna come back with a whole yeah. more perspective, a whole more game, a whole more experiences and knowledge that come with that. So. I'm I'm only all I be saying is like, man, I'm just grateful. I'm still alive. I'm living. I can experience and and. Experience get get more chances to fuck up, right? And then make it right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's 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 game, man. And before before um we wrap up, bro, I just want to say, man, this this been long overdue, bro. And I man. I appreciate you coming on to drop some gems for the listeners. But before I let you go, do you mind plugging in all your stuff where people can follow you? Yes, about sir. Product about products, everything you got, just plug. It. Yeah, yeah. So, man, the best places to follow me, uh, I would say number one, I spend most of my time on Instagram. So I'm on IG. Uh, at uh, Real Estate Diddy, uh, D-I-T-T-Y. And uh, if you hit the link in my bio, I got a link tree. I got my uh, my famous, as I like to say it, you know, went platinum in the real estate streets. Uh, Master Art of Acquisitions 101. That's teaching people how to negotiate, how to make offers on homes, um, you know, how to do price reductions, how to go through scripts, how to go through contracts, uh, all different type of stuff. Overcome objections when it comes to actually locking up deals and selling deals. So uh, you definitely want to uh, tune in to that for sure. And, uh, yeah, you can find me on Facebook, Keith Everett Jr. 
I'm on TikTok, Real Estate Diddy. Yeah. I'm on Clubhouse. I got like 40,000 40, followers on Clubhouse. Oh, you going crazy. Man, so I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to be where I need to be at. Twitter. Mm -hmm. I ain't like you on Twitter, but I like Twitter, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Twitter yeah. a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah, I like getting my thoughts off and shit there now and then. But yeah, y'all make definitely make sure y'all go follow bro. And I'm going to put that uh that link so, so they can buy. I'm going to put that in yes, the sir. description of this podcast episode. So if y'all interested, y'all want to go get that. Matter of fact, go get it. Ain't it if y'all interested, go, go get, get it, man. that shit, man. I got, go get it. I got a sales academy coming, man. It's man. called the Hustle Sales Academy. It's going to be crazy. Man, y'all make sure y'all go get that, man. Like I said, the, that link for that is going to be in the description of this podcast episode. So if you're listening, go click that link, man. And that and that's and that's all I got for y'all. I mean, y'all can follow me on all platforms at the official Xavier Miller. They got my old Instagram up out of here. So my, oh, I got to follow the new one. Yeah, man. Oh, I, got, okay. I got a new one. They did me dirty, man. I had too many spam accounts. So they got, but it's, it's all good. Y'all can follow me on there. And y'all can follow the Man of Mindsets podcast everywhere as well. And this is all we got for this episode of the Man of Mindsets podcast. See you guys next week. Peace. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gon' talk about it No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant